0: You might have to back up off of some things now. Uh, One lady was on uh, a show recently, and and she was an expert. She wrote a book about it. And the lady asked her, what do we do about meat? Meat is just going up, up, up. She said, "Uh, well, you don't have to uh, eat a whole lot of meat in the first place. She said, "Uh, you can have the taste of meat. I said, "Wow, <laughs> yeah." He said, "You don't have to buy a whole lot of meat. Uh, don't buy it. Just buy buy you a little bit, and and then put some rice and 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 some uh, green beans and so forth on the plate, and you just have the the taste of meat. I mean, I have a whole lot, but that's all right." And uh, if, if something bad happens, thank God for all of the hundreds and thousands of days that it didn't happen. Give God the glory, praise, and honor. Now, that's, that's going to be the mentality of a born-again Christian. You will find that most born-again Christians, uh, they, they may fall every now and then, but they, they're going to get back up, and they don't stay Uh, in that fall in the situation, and they don't stay in a depressed situation under attack. They rise up again because they know how to pray and get a hold of God, and that's what you need to do. Thank God for all the days these things didn't happen. Give him the glory, the praise, and the honor. I mean, who told you that everything was going to be perfect? Every day is going to go for you, go well for you. Every little thing, and see, and see if you're in the ministry, everybody who's in the real ministry, they know that that's not happening. <laughs> that's not happening, my friend. You're gonna, the devil's gonna make sure that does not happen. <clears throat> and here's how the devil works. Uh, normally. My thorn in the flesh is my wife, and uh, on the weekends particularly, she 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 has not been a one. But she was better. She was better this weekend than what she was last weekend. But then zip bam boom here comes the devil with this little issue. This issue. Uh, you got a camera here that you know is working. But somehow, as my son said repeatedly, it, it's not connecting. There's nothing, you know. Uh, we have, uh have an electrical issue on one of the sockets. and I don't know if you all have ever experienced it. I've never experienced this before. You know, you have these uh, multi prong plug things. And I don't know what happened, but for some reason... The, Guess we put putting too many things in it, and 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 uh, we, we've had several things not get the juice they're supposed to get. Won't even cu- cut on. Something as small as a camera won't even cut on. So I don't know what that is. I have no clue. But what I am going to do is I'm going to get some new, whatever you call those things. Now let me say something to. Our guests and our friends and and the people who are with us for communion every uh, month. Uh, if you are not born again, if you are not saved, um, you pardon me. You cannot take communion. You should not take communion. Some people act like they have a right to take communion. If you're not born again, if you're not saved, you cannot take communion. You should not take communion. And woe is the pastor who gives you communion anyhow because he likes you. And woe is the pastor who is in sin himself or lost himself and is still taking communion. That's why so many thousands in the church have died. That's a fact. See, just because God says something does not mean God is so loving and so merciful and so gracious, my friends. Hear this from me right here. Be very careful because it's, it's it is a, a precarious situation. You understand? Just, just yeah, that's good. it's good. Um, so, there are many people who are dead. Now, uh, you know, someone said a long time ago the will of God grinds slow. But it grinds slow. And, and I want everyone to understand. God may take a while to get to you and deal with you, not because he has to, but because he loves you. Those who are saved, you're his children, and he's going to rip you behind. I I know you don't like it. You don't like you sweet evangelicals and you sweet charismatics and you sweet Baptist uh, prosperity gospel people. You don't like to hear that. But God will whip your behind real good. And nobody can whip it behind like God. That is a fact. Okay. And if you mess with him and mess with his stuff. And and mess with his communion and defile communion. And you you are a homosexual. You are an adulterer, a fornicator, a drunkard, and all that. uh you, 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 Even if you think you're saved Don't take communion I know there's some people who don't like it But I do not believe my wife is saved And she does not act like she's a saved woman or A saved person So I have stopped giving her communion Now I love her I would love to have her take communion with me uh, and, and with the ministry And with everybody else but uh, until she is saved and humble enough to admit that uh, and confess that. And until she is living as a Christian person should. Because here's what I know. I, don't, I know I, see, you religious people, you don't like it. But I, the saved people know what I'm talking about. Here's what I know. Once you get born again, you're not going to be perfect. You never will be perfect. But there's going to be an increase of righteousness and holiness in your life. And I know somebody who's going to make sure to it. His name is God. Jesus. The Holy Ghost. See, are some preachers I, 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 I don't worry about. I don't worry about them. Because they know better. <laughs> God has taken them to the woodshed. They know. You know. I don't worry about them. I still love them. I try to help them. Try to... Get them involved in doing what they're supposed to be doing. Glory be to God. Okay? Because I know they're saved. And, they, they, and they, 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 they're not going to go too far over the, over the line. Uh, they'll come up to the line. But they know better because God has already taken them to the woodshed. Because they're not bastards. I don't worry about born-again Christians who have truly believed in Jesus Christ and have met God and 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 has learned from God to be obedient i am not i am not worried about it i'm not worried about my children i what i do is i do like abraham and job pray for my children lest they in case they sin in case they Uh, want to be disobedient and rebellious to God, they know better. I do not think there's a family on earth that I know for, I, I I can say this for a fact, I know there has never been a family that has heard the preaching of the gospel and the preaching of the word of God more than our family. I know that. And I doubt very seriously if there's a family on earth that has prayed more than we have, and, have, uh, uh, and read the word of God like we have. Now, I, that's what I doubt. I doubt that because of how so-called Christians behave and act. I hope that's not the case. And I do know there's some who are comparable to what we have done to our family. But that does not mean they're angels. Because they got devils coming down from both sides of their family. Both sides. Uh, generational curses. That does not give them the leeway to do evil. And I have no concerns about them going astray. You say, preacher, you're not worried about your children going astray? No, I'm going to do like Job and Abraham and I'm going to pray for them. That they would not. But I'm not worried about it because I know I gave them all I got. See. And, uh, and I'm the same way about certain brethren and certain sisters. I'm not worried about you, because I know you're born again and you have had an experience with God. See, see, some of you wonder where did uh, T.D. Jakes get his power. He knows where he got it. from. He got it from God, and uh, he uh, uh, and he knows what he cannot do and what he can't do. He knows better, and and. And he's the kind of person I believe will confess his sins and repent. He's a humble brother. Like Dr. Tony Evans. They know, they know where the power is. And they know how to keep the power. And they know that God's not going to bless your preaching with power. If you don't do what you're supposed to be doing. You see, well, uh, they may mess up too. Well, they may. Eh,
1: eh,
0: okay. But they're going to get it right. A just man falleth seven times, but rises again. Never forget that. Okay? So if you're not born again, if you're not saved, you cannot take communion. You should not take communion. I'm not going to be a part of it. I'm not going to be a part of that. Uh, uh, And I don't want to be a part of it. Because, I, I mean, I told the bishops in the Catholic Church, the Pope never I said, do not do not be trying to stop the President and the Speaker of the House from taking communion because they are for abortion. They should not take it. But you bishops and, and, and popes, you all are homosexuals. You've been involved with homosexuality with one another at the seminary, after the seminary, before the seminary. You're a liar. Your feet ain't made and your heart pumps peanut butter. And you have raped children. And you have raped the nuns. So, I, I, they, and they know it. President Biden knows it. Nancy Pelosi knows it. That's why uh, the, Justice, the Justice Department is investigating you right now. I told you I told them not to do that you want to wax all righteous and holy against sinners who are trying to stay in the church and you're gonna you're gonna tell them you're not going to take uh, uh, communion uh, you can't take communion but you you are a giver of communion you should not even give it you homosexual child molester you should not even give it unless you die and many have died They died in the bubonic plague as well. A whole lot of them. There was no difference. The preachers, uh, the the priests that are trying to help, they were dying with the people. Why? Because of indulgences and trying to uh, make the church rich. They're the originators of the uh, prosperity gospel. They have so much gold. They have more gold than Fort Knox. And, uh and they were dying like flies in the bubonic plague the priests the bishops they couldn't even help the people so don't mess with god see god is very loving and very merciful and may i say very humble very meek that's why he wants you to be that way and and, and i say that advisedly uh, you know it's hard for me to say that but uh, he is, because he takes a lot. He takes a lot off of us. And that takes a lot of humility, man. Jesus, God in the flesh, said, Forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they were killing him. Now, you, t- you talk about some meekness and some humility. All of us need some of that. So the question tonight is, do you know Him as your Savior? Have you been born again? Have you been saved? Before we take communion? If not, please understand that you are a sinner. Just as I am. We're all sinners. I don't care how much money you have, how pretty you are! Uh, how some of the biggest sinners in the world are very beautiful. Don't 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 let them fool you. How handsome you think you are? All men uh, are ugly to me. I don't know what I don't know what women see in men, but they see something. God put something in them to see something. And they be talking about a square head, a square jaw, and all that and broad shoulders. They 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 see that. But no matter who you think you are as a man, you are a wicked sinner in God's sight. The Pope is a wicked sinner. The Dalai Lama is a wicked sinner. Joel Osteen is smiling and as nice as he is, is a wicked sinner. Mother Teresa was a wicked sinner. Billy Graham was a wicked sinner. We're all wicked, evil, undone sinners. Let's tell the truth and shame the devil. The Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says uh, the wages of sin is death. That's why we die. You know why you're going to die? You know why you have a family member who... Uh, died. You know why you're going to die? You know why you have been to the funeral home? We die because of our sins and our sinful nature that produces sin like a factory. That's the reason why you're going to die. You're not dying of a cancer. I don't care what kind of cancer it is. That's not why you're dying coronavirus, car crash, and just yesterday a family living in a mansion, cars in the garage and out on the pavement. Beautiful family. An ex-boyfriend went in the house, killed his ex-girlfriend, 21 years old, killed a family friend, probably her new boyfriend, killed the mother, killed the brother, and left two little toddlers alive, and then he killed himself. That happened yesterday in Maryland, in a rich neighborhood, almost a million-dollar house. The ex-husband, I don't know why he went over and over, somebody called, somebody might have called him when this man went on this rampage, and he didn't, And then he probably heard a shot or something, uh, they didn't continue talking. It was the ex, ex-husband of the woman the mother, and uh, he he found them all dead. Now, uh, that's a bad situation. Two little children, evidently the killer set the children aside somewhere. He had the decency to do that, but he killed everybody else in the house. And if the man the, the man, the young man that got killed, if he was uh, a family friend or neighbor as they tried to depict him, um, he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. See, this is one of the things about uh, death. You just don't know when it's going to happen. You don't know I mean nobody was prepared for that. And guess what? The mother was beautiful, the daughter was beautiful. I'm not saying anything about the men, the boys. Uh, I I I can't say that about them. Beautiful in a beautiful family. Divorced and separated and broken home and all of that, but a beautiful family. Well to do. And what I told people in an article is that you you may think you have it all, and however you can lose it in an instant, everything, and be dead and gone. That's why it is important for you to understand salvation and get saved by the grace of God. the wages of sin is death. And what God wants you to understand that if God would allow you this strange experience of leaving this earth via death like these people did, they're dead and gone, and two children left as orphans, no father, no mother, No grandmother, no auntie, no uncle. Uh, I would, if 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 the divorced husband is the father of the children, I guess he would fall in line to take care of those children. Gone. Mother 40-something years old, daughter 21, son 20-something, friend 20-something, young people. And that can happen to you. In fact, I told people in the article, if you're living in a household with a bunch of people, your family, you better make sure you're living right and you're acting right because you can connect with somebody and they'll come over to the house and they'll be in the wrong place at the wrong time and kill you and kill everybody else too and they don't even know them. So you better be very careful who you deal with out there in the streets. Because death can come at any time. And it does not matter whether or not you're living in a big fine house on Pork Chop Hill It does not matter whether or not you're driving a nice car or you have a great job and you're physically fit. And God wants you to know that if he will allow you to die from this beautiful thing called earth, hanging on nothing but his word, which is the evidence that he exists. This earth did not come from a tadpole that turned itself into a monkey, that turned uh, into an ape. No, God put the ape here, God put the monkey here, and God put the tadpole here. And he put this earth hanging on nothing, twirling around by itself, by his power. And if he will allow you to leave this beautiful place and die from the face of the earth, you need to, because of your sin, you need to understand that he will allow you to go to hell and burn forever if you do not believe in his Son, Jesus Christ. who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for our sins. I told my wife this morning, she and I read about uh, 60 verses together. And oh, I had a time. Uh, I think she was mad at me. And I told her to write down a few of the verses. Did you get that done? She was disobedient and she didn't get it done. And... Uh, And I I told her to write them down for herself, and I want her to write down some for the pulpit. Because hell is bad news. My dear friend, we read a bunch of verses on salvation, we read a bunch of verses on prayer. And... uh, And I read the verses on salvation for her uh, to help her to see again from God's Word the importance of understanding that you can be religious but lost and on your way to hell. And hell is a real place because Jesus Christ said that hell is a real place. In fact, Jesus Christ preached more on hell than anybody in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Why? Because he paid the ultimate price. No man suffered and bled and died like Jesus Christ. Why did he die that way? Because he died for our wicked, evil, ungodly sins. Our nasty, filthy hearts and sins and abominations. And he wanted... He wants you to take advantage of that. That's why he preached on hell more than he did about heaven. And that's why he suffered, bled, and died. And this is no small thing, my friend. Please stop thinking like that. This is, uh, this is no little religious thing. This is the greatest thing, the biggest thing, the largest thing, the most important thing that ever happened in the history of the world. and you are here tonight because he has you here. He wants you to hear this gospel that he created. And the gospel, the good news from heaven is that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins as the Lamb of God the sacrificial, if you will, Passover Lamb of God for the sins of the entire world, Jews and Gentiles. Red, yellow, black, and white We're all precious in his sight. And as my wife and I in our own personal devotions read multiple verses on salvation in the common denominator is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's it over and over and over again believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ said it in what I believe is the most important words ever said in the history of the world as well as the most loving, the most magnificent, I believe also the most poetic, the most powerful words ever said in the history of the world. Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God with us, said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. All you have to do is do what Jesus Christ said to be saved. It is as simple as that. Believe in me. I got you. That's basically what Jesus is saying. Believe in me. I I paid the price for you. I paid for your sin debt that you owe God. I got you. The old black saints used to say that he's the greatest lawyer of all time because he has never lost a case. You put your faith and trust in him, you don't have to pay him a dime. He'll get you off. He's the greatest Jewish lawyer of all time. He has never lost a case. He's the great, they used to say, also, he's the greatest doctor of all time, because he's never lost a case. <coughs> he is your advocate. He's an advocate who died for your sins and paid your penalty, so you know you you, you good to go. Not only did he, not only can he get you off, He, he died, he paid your punishment. He suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. Was buried and rose from the dead. He went to hell as well. He paid it all and he rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God. And all you have to do, my dear friend, is believe in Him. The Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We read that several times in several different places. We read it in the Old Testament, in the Book of Acts, and of course in Romans. call on his name, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And and what is meant there is that because you're believing in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, you are moved to call on him to save you. It's a natural thing that is done in our hearts we want to once we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ we want to call on him to save us so dear friend before we take communion tonight I'm sure that you are gathered with some other friends who have communion uh, uh, the communion uh, juice and unleavened bread for you <coughs> as soon as you get saved, you can take communion. So follow me in prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner I know that I have done wrong in your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins, my failures and my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Who I believe suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul, and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit, and help me to change, help me to repent of my sins, and help me to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray, and for His sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, allow me to read in your hearing a song that we always sing before the communion service. I'm going to read it in your hearing And you know what, if you could, uh, um, that's fine, many of you know it, let us break bread together. Let us break bread together on our knees, on our knees. In fact, let's... uh, Uh, No, I'm not going to do that because I can't sing. Let us break bread together on our knees, on our knees. When I fall on my knees with my face to the rising sun, O Lord, have mercy on me. Let us drink the cup together on our knees, on our knees. Let us drink the cup together on our knees. On our knees. When I fall on my knees with my face to the rising sun, O Lord, have mercy on me. Let us praise God together on our knees, on our knees. Let us praise God together on our knees, on our knees. When I fall on my knees with my face to the rising sun, Oh Lord have mercy on me. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I praise you Lord and I thank you <coughs> for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, pardon me, and your Holy Word, and for all of the millions, the many, and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your love and for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. Holy Father God, thank you so much for allowing us to be here tonight, uh, albeit in uh, using different apparatus And uh, Holy Father God, for those of us who have been saved by your mercy, your love, and your grace, by believing in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for our sins, (coughs) Lord, have continued mercy and grace upon us and please forgive us of our sins, our faults, and our failures. Wash and cleanse our souls, our hearts, and minds, and spirits, and consciences in the holy and precious blood of Christ, and make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, That, Lord, you will crucify our flesh, the old man within us. And help us to die to self. Fill us with the power of your Holy Spirit for those of us who are saved. Deliver us, Lord, from temptation, evil, and sin. And grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, live right, think right, and do right. And do that which is pleasing in your sight. And Lord, wash us and cleanse us in the blood of Christ, and make us to be whiter than snow on the inside. And uh, Holy Father God, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And Holy Father God, I pray for those of us who are saved by your grace, help us to humble ourselves in my family in this country and around the globe help us to humble ourselves help us to pray help us to seek your face help us to turn from our wicked ways and help us to repent of our sins and to get back to you our first love and then lord god in heaven for those who have not gotten saved uh, who have uh, grieved you with their sin and wickedness their pride that keeps them back from getting saved because they think they are already saved and they are religious and that's what they're trusting in and not remembering that one day you're going to say uh, it's not those who say Lord, Lord but those who do your will Uh, the evidence of people being truly born again and saved has always been people who are willing to do your will and to obey your holy word. So Lord, help people to understand that, that they don't get slipped a mickey. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. that you will open their blinded eyes and unstop their deaf ears. I pray this prayer for my own wife, Marika White, her mother, her siblings, her aunts, my wife, my uh, mother, and my siblings and uh, family members, who are religious uh, but lost. Uh, I do believe open their blinded eyes and stop their deaf ears and to save their souls before it is eternally too late. There's nothing wrong with every last one of us examining ourselves to see whether or not we be in the faith. God, to help everybody to do that. And Lord, I do pray for the salvation of the lost, uh, the revival of the saved, the healing of the sick, the comfort of the grieving across the country and around the globe. And Holy Father God, uh, draw those who are lost to Yourself for uh, we even read this morning and were reminded of Your Holy Word, Lord Jesus, that uh, what You said was uh, people can't even come to You unless the Father draw them. And so, Lord, help us to remember that. We pray, I praise you and thank you for joining me, uh, for I was not looking uh, towards the church at all. And I thank you, Lord, for the power of your holy word and the power of your holy gospel and the power of your Holy Spirit. And Lord God, in heaven tonight, even though by your grace we can take pleasure even in our persecutions and in our infirmities and in our uh, devilish technical issues <coughs> and maintain our cheerfulness and our, our joy. I still pray Lord and I believe you uh, for right now want me to continue to pray that you will lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears from our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our spirits. We cast all care upon you tonight, for we know that you care for us. And Holy Father God, I pray that you will uh, deliver us still, uh, if it be if it be your will, <coughs> and deliver us from all distresses and afflictions. Uh, deliver us from all. Um, tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, persecutions, protect us, Lord, until that dying day, prepare us for it, and prepare us, Lord, for good days and bad days, prepare us, Lord, for celebrations and tragedies, prepare us, Lord, for weddings and funerals, prepare us, Lord, for life and death. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would deliver each and every one of us who name the name of Christ. Uh, deliver us, Lord, from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress, problems, troubles, and difficulties that we're facing. And Holy Father God, <coughs> uh, I praise you and I thank you for all of the thousands of days when uh, everything worked perfectly. We just cut it on. And I give you the glory, praise and honor for this day when things did not go perfectly and we still uh, were able to do what you called us to do. I pray Holy Father God tonight uh, that you would bless and protect uh, my family and all other Christian families in this audience, in this country, and around the globe. Protect us all, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil. I pray for my children, my offspring, especially, in this sin-cursed, woke world. I pray for Danny, Daniel, Danita, Danae, Daniqua, Daniel, Ezekiel, Danielle, Duran, Daniel, and Quazia. I pray, Lord, that you would bless them and protect them all and uh, do the same for all of the children of family Christian families in this country and around the globe. Protect us, Lord, from violence and hurt, harm, and danger. Protect us, Lord, from uh, ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and the demons of hell, and Protect us, Lord, from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. And Lord, I do pray. Uh, Lord, I, I, uh, as I expressed this morning, we, uh, I'm concerned. You put a check in my spirit that uh, uh, somebody uh, would be willing. Uh, to kill one of our family members uh, because they cannot get me to become woke and uh, Lord, that's a a sad thing to have to say but I do believe that one or two of uh, my family members are in danger uh, because Somebody is trying to make them woke and trying to get me to quit preaching. The gospel, of uh, course, of my, my life has been under threat for years now. I thank you for protecting me. I pray that you would protect uh, all of my children and all of my family members. And I pray that you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts, Lord, from uh, our family, surround us with your protection, a band of your holy angels, a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the blood of Christ, and make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. And, uh, Lord, thwart their wicked plans. In Jesus Christ's name I pray, and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, on the same night in which uh, he, Jesus, was betrayed, he took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Let's pray. Holy Father God, thank you. Lord Jesus Christ, for allowing your body to be broken for us. We don't deserve it. So many of us don't appreciate what you have done. And sadly, sadly, Lord, some people in the church have not believed what you have done. God, have mercy and grace upon us who do believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ. And for your name's sake, please forgive us of our sins. Our faults and our failures and uh, help us to repent of our sins in Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake Amen John 658 says this is that bread which came down from heaven not as your fathers did eat manna, and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall live forever. Take and eat. In the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you for your holy and precious blood, Lord Jesus Christ, that was shed on the cross for our sins. The truth is, Lord, we have some understanding, but we don't understand it all. Uh, But we thank you for it all. I know I do. And I do pray that you will have mercy and grace upon us and forgive us of every sin, and uh, past and present. Forgive us of every sin and help us to repent of every sin because you died for sin and you made it clear to us Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? In your word, Lord, you said, God forbid. And help us down here in this wickedly odyssean church, in Judas Church, among so many. Help us to understand that we must repent of our sins. And not only confess our sins, but repent. Help us to do that. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Hebrews 9.22 says, And almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without the shedding of blood is no remission. First John 1 John 1.7 says, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleanseth us from all sin. Take and drink. After they had finished the first supper they sang a hymn and went out into the night. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, we normally just have communion, uh, normally uh, uh, on Sunday morning. But since that did not work out, we did it at night. As did Jesus Christ and the disciples so many years ago. And after it was done, they sung a hymn. And we're going to listen to uh, the uh, beautiful hymns. On our way out tonight, I have so many other things I would like to share with you. But uh, uh, after a long day and after the main service I wanted to do today, I am not inclined to do anything more than that tonight. Now, uh, I may do the devotional service uh, tonight. Um, and uh, if that's okay, uh, and so, uh, it seems like I, I, I should do that, and, uh, but right now, let's sing a hymn. What a beautiful hymn. Those of you who got saved tonight, you can look full in his wonderful face. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and uh, to the standing between the living and the dead prayer, devotional, memorial, family, Evangelistic service family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White III, President of Gospel Light Society International with the White House. Daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 670. where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint, this unique arrangement of the Holy Scriptures, allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today, beloved, we are reading Ecclesiastes, chapter 7, verses 21 through 29. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible at Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verses 21 through 29 also take no heed unto all words that are spoken lest thou hear thy servant curse thee for oftentimes also thine own heart knoweth that thou thyself likewise Has cursed others. All this have I proved by wisdom. I said I will be wise, but it was far from me. That which is far off and exceeding deep, who can find it out? I applied mine heart to know and to search and to seek out wisdom and the reason of things, and to know the wickedness of folly, even of foolishness and madness. And I find more bitter than death the woman whose heart is snares and nets, and her hands as bands, whoso pleaseth God shall escape from her but the sinner shall be taken by her." (coughs) Pardon me. Behold, this have I found, saith the preacher, counting one by one to find out the account, which yet my soul seeketh, but I find not. One man among a thousand have I found, but a woman Among all those have I not found. Lo, this only have I found, that God hath made man upright, but they have sought out many inventions. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. Have it to find a deep lodging place in all of our hearts and help us never to forget it, but to apply it to our lives. Prepare us, Lord, for good days and bad days. Prepare us, Lord, for celebrations and tragedies. Prepare us, Lord, for weddings and funerals. Prepare us, Lord, for life and death in a very real sense. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead. Prayer, devotional, memorial, family evangelistic service, family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White the third President of Gospel Light Society International with the White House devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 192. Tonight we're at Psalm 18, verse 27 in the Treasury of David, written and edited by the great Dr. Charles Haddon Spurgeon. For thou wilt save the afflicted people, but wilt bring down high looks. For thou wilt save the afflicted people, This is a comforting assurance for the poor in spirit whose spiritual griefs admit of no sufficient solace from any other than a divine hand. By the way, when you have a demonic, satanic situation like you had on yesterday in the Million Dollar House in Maryland there's no solace for that, not even for the little children. As they grow up, once they hear the truth, there's no solace to know that your grandmother and your mother and your uncle and a friend of the family and your father were all killed in one day, at the same time. There's no, What I'm saying there's no human solace There's no human solace for that. There's no human help for that. Only God can help you with that. The sensational nightingales, they sing a song, O ye disconsolate, or something like that. And nobody can sing it better. They cannot save themselves nor can others do it, but God will save them, but will bring down high looks. Those who are proud, God will bring you down. If he has to bring you down to hell, he's going to bring you down. Remember that. Those who look down on others with scorn shall be looked down upon with contempt ere long. The Lord abhors a proud look, what a reason for repentance and humiliation. How much better to be humble than to provoke God to humble us in his wrath. Do not provoke God, my dear friends. Some of you provoke God every day. As I said earlier from the old saints, the will of God grinds slow, but it grinds sure. This is why God said don't worry about it. Vengeance is mine. I will repay. You don't have to do anything. Uh, I'm, I'm very accurate. A considerable number of clauses occur in this passage in the future tense. How forcibly are we thus brought to remember That our present joy or sorrow is not to have so much weight with us at the great and eternal future. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and thank you so much for our communion service. I thank you Lord so much for my son Daniel Ezekiel uh, sticking with it and uh, his willingness to make sure it Uh, happened, and uh, he didn't really feel like uh, dealing with the new system. But he came through once again, and I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. Because I know you gave him the mind and the power to do that. And Lord, I praise you and thank you for allowing us to be here tonight together again. And we give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray. Bless the rest of the devotional service. Amen. Uh, We're supposed to be at, I believe, Ephesians chapter 22. Is that correct? 25. Ephesians chapter 5. 22. But... uh, uh, we'll, we'll just come back to that tomorrow and allow me to just read this passage in your hearing for tonight Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 finally my brethren be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might put on the whole arm of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil for we wrestle not against flesh and blood But against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. And I'm going to stop there tonight. Just remember, in your family life, first of all, you need Christ. There's no telling what's going to happen in your family if you don't have Christ as the center of it. You're gonna have. Uh, you can have easily, easily. And, and let me just help you, people. What happened in that million-dollar house in Maryland can happen in your house, just like that. If you're not saved, if you're not prayerful, if you're not sober-minded, vigilant, watchful, somebody, and you're loose, and you let your girls date anybody. Now, let me tell you something. I told, I told the folks this this couple was divorced and i can i can take you back many years and i've seen this kind of stuff happen every time now i i, I firmly believe if her father was in that home and it was that home was not guided by her mother uh, her father probably would have served as a deterrent to that boy even being her girlfriend and uh, so forth and so on and the so-called friend of the family, I don't think he'll be sitting in there either. If the father was in the midst. And you know what, what what happens is, people, you fathers, you shirk your responsibilities. God put it in your heart and in your spirit to stop mess that can unravel and get everybody shot and killed. Okay. See, if the father's there, uh, little Bo Peep won't be, won't be the boyfriend, you know, the gangbanger, a, a t-shirt on, I mean a, a t-shirt, uh, I forget what they call the, these shirts, with the arms out and some drawers on that's falling off his behind and all that right there and he's riding on a scooter. No, 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 no. If daddy's home, if papa's home, he's not doing that. That, that, he's not coming up here. Because you went better for your daughter. And you know that you're going to have to have it out with this joker one day. And uh, it's best not to even go that route. And you say, well, she's going to see him at school. No, not necessarily, because I'm going to uh. homeschool her. And you can't dress any kind of way. See, Because even, I mean, uh, if you're not even that spiritual, you know that uh, your daughters ought not to be dressing uh, in a provocative fashion. You know that. But, uh, if the father was there in the home, see, watch this. Listen to me. I know you're not going to like it but the mother is in the home and you know she's all about well you know my daughter she wants a man in her life and all of this foolishness she does not need a man in her life right now she needs books uh, ink pens pens and so forth not penises no 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 no, no shirt no ma'am see I don't want to hear that well you know I, I'm a woman and, you know, I like romance too. And I, when I was her age, uh, you know, I was reading Harlequin romances and I was interested in romance and a man, a boyfriend and all of that. I wanted a boyfriend like all of the other girls. And she does too. Well, we're not doing the mess you did. That's why you're a mess today. We don't want her to be a mess. That's the mess that goes on. And then when the, then when the husband is out of the home... He's divorced. He's living over in the province somewhere. She got the big fine one million dollar house. Uh men are coming over, and she likes it. She don't mind having the men, the young men, in the house. She don't mind. It don't bother her. Uh, she don't mind having a friend in the, of the family over there. You know, uh, you got some cougar women who will be trying to hit on their daughter's friends. 'Cause they're so lonely for love. I don't care if you like it or not. I know it's true, and you know it's true. Don't bow your head yet. It's not time to pray. Uh, oh yes. How many of you remember the story? Uh, one mother divorced out of the home. It's, it's just such a sad story. I don't even. I really don't even like to think about it. But this is very, it's very, it it makes my point clearly. She had a party for her daughters and husband gone, father gone, divorced, left them in the house. So she had a party for her daughters and everything and had some alcohol there and everything. And uh, one of the high schoolers, high school boys was having sex with her daughter in her room. She let it go on. And the daughter came out and told her, I can't handle all of that. I can't handle all that. You know, the mother said, I can, and went in there and had sex with the boy herself. The devil is a lie. Don't get mad at me. This stuff is happening all over the place. And they were supposed to be, you know, Christian people, religious people, or whatever. I, I, I can handle it, and she went in, and she handled it. I mean, what kind of mother would do that? <coughs> and that with her daughter's boyfriend. But that kind of stuff happens all of the time. You know why? Because women run their husbands away, divorce their husbands, get mad as the devil at their husbands, and guess what happens? after. 13 years, yeah, okay, uh, you're used to having some muscles and some flesh and some warm bodies, a warm, a warm body beside you at nighttime when you get that urge. See, that's what happens when you get divorced now. You're going you're gonna to miss that too. See, and don't, don't let women fool you. They need it just like you need it. They want it just like you want it. You'll find that out if you would work on a... a a little while and, and get her going and yeah, she I mean you, you already revved up. You she does you don't need anything to get you going. But she, she she needs some work. You're a husband man. Be a husband man and deal with it. And it's worth staying married for by the way. Because sometimes you don't want all that, you just want to, you you know something something. Every now and then, you understand? It's a good thing. It, God, God made it. It's not man-made. God made it, and, uh, and that, that's what they forget. Some some women have amnesia. They run their husband off. They mad as the devil at their husband, and then uh, they're lonely at night. Uh, before that, their mentality was like my mother had in New York. I can do. I, we we can do. We can do. Uh, this thing without him, I remember her telling us that. And I was a little boy. I loved my dad. I mean, at that point, I was a young young boy at that point. And, you know, he took me to the baseball field and all of that kind of thing. And so, I, I in my mind, I was like, no, we can't. <laughs> no, we can't. We can't make it without him. Uh, but that's how women get to thinking. The devil gets them thinking that way. Other women get them th- get them thinking that way, uh, and so forth and so on. Before you know it, they're divorced. And a week later, you're desirous of a man, and you're desirous of your husband. You wish your husband would swing by and just not stay. Okay. And these things are not so to be. And before you know it, you're having, you got a little party going on for your daughters because you, you know, you see your daughter sitting around moping and you say, yeah, I know what you need. You need a man. And then the man come over your daughter can't handle the man. And then you take care of it. You caught up in it. Look at me real good. Don't bow your head yet. It's not time to bring all kinds of garbage and mess going on in this wicked society in which we live. Divorced mothers now got to deal with their sons in the bed with a, a boy now. All kinds of foolishness. And by the way, may I say this to you? No amount of voting is going to solve the problem in this country. The problem is, as doctor Tony Evans has stated, the pulpit and the church. There's always been the problem right there. The church could have and preachers in the pulpit could have prevented all of this mess. Now we have governors and mayors fighting crazy stuff when the church should have should have led the way. <clears throat> Let's pray for others. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that you will have mercy and grace, Lord, upon us. And uh, for those of us who are saved, forgive us of our sins, our faults, and our failures. And forgive us of our sin of not obeying your great commandment not obeying your great commission. Holy Father God, I pray for the salvation and healing uh, of families that don't know you. I pray for the healing and the revival of those families that do. Forgive us of our sins of disobeying your great commandment and your great commission and help us to repent. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to take communion tonight, and uh, thank you for allowing us to be here. And Holy Father God, I do pray for, yes, the millions who are hurting, but Lord, I also pray uh, in grieving and mourning, I pray, Lord, for a few by name. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Florida resident Eleanor White. We pray for the family and friends of Florida resident Barbara Levine. We pray for the family and friends of Pennsylvania resident David Moore. And Holy Father God, we pray now for those who have sent in prayer requests. We pray, Lord, for Pastor Buscebe. And we join him in thanking you, God, for the service at Khorosendet, I, and for the soul saved at Sister Josephine's funeral. Please comfort her children. Please have the gospel to pierce through the enemy's secrets and make known the truth to set God's people free. Please heal Dora's knees. Please deliver Africa from drought famine and starvation. Provide them with Bibles for new souls, basic needs for orphans and widows, food and water, church planting and construction and financial resources for ministry. Uh, Nyingi, please empower his church in these tough times. Sudhir, please deliver him from financial crisis. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, Lord, for the people who have believed in the Lord Jesus Christ and who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel through this ministry. I pray for Joshua, Shirley, uh, H.P., Mercy, and Donna. I do pray, Lord, for those who have recommitted their lives as well to you. We pray for Andra, Eon Bong, Etusilla, Shankar, and Prospera. We commit all of these souls in Your hands. Let Your will be done in their lives. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray. Save those who are lost. Revive those who are saved. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for His sake. Amen. Now dear friends, in our communion service which was joined to this service I preached the gospel so that people would have an opportunity to take communion once they got saved. If you miss that, just remember these words from Jesus Christ, the greatest words ever spoken, the most loving words ever spoken, the most magnificent words ever spoken, uh, and the most important words ever spoken, I believe, in the history of the world. Jesus Christ said, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. All you have to do is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that he died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. It is throughout the Bible, in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. If you want to be saved from hell, saved from the power and the pain of your sins, do what Jesus Christ told you to do. Believe in him. Call on his name and ask him to save you. Follow me in prayer right now. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner, and I understand that I deserve to go to hell. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins, as I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Holy Father God, I believe your gospel. I believe your good news. I believe in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, please Come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil ways and to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and forsake. Amen. Dear friend of mine, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, and you called on his name in sincerity, according to the Word of God, the Holy Bible, you are now saved from hell and you are on your way to heaven. To help you grow in the faith, Please go to GospelLightSociety.com and pick up my free book, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. That's the title. Jesus Christ Said I Am the Door. And if you believed in Jesus Christ and uh, you prayed that prayer, you went through the door tonight. Uh, Read that book, and it will give you your next steps as a Christian. Also, uh, email us and let us know that you got saved so that we can pray for you. And so that uh, we can send you more material. And one thing I want to tell you about is to go to Gospel, Light, Society, Podcasts or Daniel White, the Third Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And there's an entire Bible, college, seminary, university education there for you to take. Free of charge, dealing with multiple subjects, most of them taught by me. And uh, you will grow rapidly in the faith if you would take advantage of that. That's Gospel Light Society Podcast or Daniel White the Third Podcast. Until next time, my brothers and my sisters. Now let me just touch on one thing as you all know and this is one of the things the devil hates and has tried to hinder me doing today. All week long, really now for the past two weeks, I'm dealing with this devilish satanic movement called wokeism and uh, I uh, I have I've dealt with it every night this past week and the devil is mad about that <clears throat> and so uh, I'm just going to touch on a few things uh, which is a reality uh, in my own family I have some woke family members Now, is this the beginning or continuation? Okay. And I'm not going to do that much uh, tonight. I will say, uh, hold on one second. I touched on this earlier in the week so that you can understand this because you, if you don't think you need it now, you will need it. Those of you who are parents and grandparents, pay attention because uh you're going to need to understand what is going on. Young people need to understand what's going on with this. This is a very destructive demonic force. Wokeism is an authoritarian worldview that seeks to deconstruct or to destroy the foundation of the Christian faith, but not only the Christian faith, the foundations of the government, the foundations of the family, the foundations, yes, of the church, and even the foundations of sexuality. By overwhelming, overpowering, and overthrowing, and I would say persistently, Those who do not adhere to its demonic ideology. Okay. That's from Dr. Ed Young Jr. Who is probably the most unlikely pastor to tackle this. But God has done something with him. Wokism is based upon threes. It is the devil trying to uh, duplicate what God has done, the Trinity. Philosophically speaking, it is based upon Karl Marx, Friedrich Nietzsche, Critical theory, Karl Marx socialism, Sigmund Freud, social modernism, and everything is based upon your sexual orientation. Which, and that's the foundation of it. God is not the foundation of it. At all, and uh, when you have that as a foundation, because see, for many years you would have different sects, different groups. One would follow Karl Marx, one would follow Sigmund Freud, and somebody else would follow Nietzsche, and then. But th- these people, the devil, moved upon some people, and they put it all together, and it is a monster. I call it the blob of Beelzebub. And so, uh, with that said tonight, and by the grace of God, if the Lord tarries is coming, I will deal uh, with it some more. Uh, as I said, and most of us as believers today don't like to say anything negative about our family and how that bad things are happening in our family. Until it uh, is, 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 is uh, a very bad and terrible situation that you really can't deal with it at that point. And I'm telling you now, all pastors, all pastors' wives, all preachers, all ministers, all people who are in the church, as Dr. Ed Young Jr. has stated, is coming after us. It's coming after the church. Big time. It's already started. Already started. And especially among your young people. Now let me just help you. I'm going to say something to you tonight. That you're going to have to come to grips with. There have been things that you can get your children back in line. and And they can recover for the most part if you don't deal with this honestly and openly you can plan on you 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 can plan on losing your child to this why because it's a demon spirit it is a satanic demonic spirit it is everywhere that's why I call it the blog the blob of Beelzebub is involved in every area of of life. And it sinks in to a person's mindset, spirit, and mind. If they're not truly born again, if they're not truly saved, they really don't love Jesus, don't love the Bible, uh, and, and, and they got some issues, it can really mess them up. So, that's why I have told Dr. T.D. Jakes, I have told, via writing, Dr. Greer, and uh, Dr. Osteen, Joel Osteen, they need to get with their friend, uh, Dr. Ed Young Jr. And uh, they're not. nobody's going to do the deep dive like he did, nobody. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to do it, and and get what he has learned, and pass it on to their people, and give him credit. Don't do like Andy Stanley and them and sneaking around and litzing and, and plagiarizing even uh, uh, introductory remarks and all that. We're not talking about that. But the, if, you don't, if you don't know what's going on and you don't understand, you better give it somebody who does. And, all, and the only thing you can do, my friends, for your children, because the, you got family members who are woke homosexuals and lesbians coming after them. Church folk, they're woke churches, woke pastors coming after them. Woke pastor's wives. Woke so-called Mentors. Uh, friends, college mates, even on the Christian University campus, this is a demonic monster. So let me just say this right here: two updates on uh, the persecution, or the persecutions and tribulations that Daniel White the Third, Moi. Predicted would come upon him. God is not going to tell me about just tell me about China and Taiwan, uh, Russia and Ukraine, Ukraine, uh, North Korea and Ar- Iran, and give me visions about that and tell me uh, tell me the future of that uh, as he has. He's not going to tell me about uh, a plague coming against the church that has impacted the world 10 years in advance and not tell me things that's going to happen to me God has the same way he told me about these other things is the same way he's telling me about how the devil is trying to destroy and attack my family and so uh, he wants to do it in a corner and I'm not doing anything in a corner uh, because I don't have anything to hide uh, and I'm going to bring it out into the open. Whatever is, whatever happens, happens. Uh, but uh, I am not going to do that. Because I'm already dead. So, you know, you can't embarrass me or shame me. And so, uh, let me say this and then I have to go. And Daniel White III tells his mother-in-law and mother and other family members as well as three woke, inclusive pastors, two woke, inclusive gospel singers. And I had one woke, inclusive pastor's wife, but it's two. It's two. Somebody has an emergency going on. If you cannot, and I told them this, And I mean it, because I raised my children by myself with my wife in the house. If you cannot encourage my seven children to continue to follow the Lord, then leave them alone and stop trying to influence them away from the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and the word of God that they have been raised on to follow you and your woke, inclusive pro-homosexual, pro-feminist, pro-Black Lives Matter foolishness, which is led by lesbians and people who would like to see the traditional family destroyed. And folks, that's all I'm going to do tonight, because I have to eat and eat a little something and go to bed. Have an early day tomorrow, plus I have to preach tomorrow. And so things did not go uh, to schedule today, so I'm a little bit off, but uh, that ought to give you uh, enough to think about right there. That's not only—it's not only to my family. It's not only about my family. It's about you and your family. In fact, it's more about you and your family. I'm just opening up, opening up the doors to let you know that's happening to us, and I believe and know for a fact it's happening to you. And some of you have let it go too far and you uh, want to be liked so much you coddle devilish family members and you uh, uh, let, them have, uh, let them have their way and do what they want to do and um, two cannot walk together unless they agree even if it's family and i said it before and i want to say it again family is not everything if they go against god then you got to go your own way i got to go mine because i'm sticking with god who brought me to the dance, so to speak. God bless you, dear friends. Until next
1: time,